Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to Malatown episode, wherever we're at right now. Joining us is Scoop, Robbie, Roxanne, who cares? Uh, Coop, the great Cooperloop, Justin Cooper. Welcome to Malatown. Oh, the, gr- the great. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I keep wanting to call you Scoop because we've got Scoop here. How are you, Coop? And uh, you do seem pumped up and excited to be here today. <laughs> well, uh, I am quite close to my bedtime, but I am uh, I'm doing well. Well, yes, you are the overnight guy, aren't you? So you stick to that overnight schedule, I take it? Yes, absolutely. I don't understand people who work overnights during the week and then try to do a normal schedule on the two days during the weekend. It sounds like death. Yeah, that is a good point. No, it's the way to play it. Well, Coop... What we like to do around here in Malatown, uh, and for you in particular, it's most fascinating because you were a child star, but we do like to go back to, to when you are a kid. And uh, obviously you got into sports talk radio. So first of all, what was what do you remember as uh, some of the things that made you fall in love with sports? Well, I guess like there's kind of a story for each team. Um, my dad was always into basketball and the Lakers and, and the Clippers. He's a Clippers fan. Uh, believe it or not, oh. he was just kind of a both growing up Lakers fan. He was like a huge Elgin Baylor fan. And then um, I think later on in life, like when I was a teenager, he started gravitating more towards the Clippers because he just wanted to be annoying. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know, like football, uh, I have a vivid memory of being at a uh, a Millie's diner and it was like the day before the Super Bowl and my dad was like oh you know who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl is it going to be the, the the Packers or or the Broncos and I just knew that the Packers were like the, the cheesehead team so I was like oh, I think it's going to be the Packers and then uh and then I watched that Super Bowl it was my first Super Bowl and I saw Terrell Davis run all over him and I was like that guy is awesome this is my favorite team now and that's how that happened and then and then the Angels uh saw Angels in the outfield and I became an Angels fan (laughs) that's great um your your Broncos story similar to my Cowboys uh story like I was a kid watching my first Super Bowl and Emmett Smith um you know was the, the power running back at the time, and I became a Cowboys fan. So similar stories for us. I want to obviously look, Coop, I'm just going to go straight to it. Uh, Liar Liar is up there, and this is not just like just, you know, licking your balls here. Like this is legitimate. (laughs) Liar Liar is still one of my favourite movies that I've ever seen. Like I I still think it holds up, and I remember as like 15-year-old seeing Liar Liar for the first time in the cinemas and all that. 
do you have any stories that like aren't particularly well known from that film? Like anything uh, that you remember that's just a funny moment or uh, an unusual moment from filming Liar Liar? Hmm. Well, I, I guess there's a couple like I feel like you'd have to be like a really big fan to like remember like these particular things, but uh, I don't know if you remember. There's a scene where he tr- comes to visit me at school because he yes. missed my birthday, and he br- and he brings a little cake. Yeah, and um, I can't remember exactly. But he talks to me, and I just tell him like how disappointed I am, and then I was like, I got to get back to class, and I go back to class. Yeah, and his like he's kind of exasperated and he like he drops his fist and it lands in the cake and it smashes the cake yeah that was not scripted that was just kind of an accident that happened and they kept in there um Love it. so a couple other things there was uh, uh there's a i don't know during the wish scene when i make the wish mm-hmm. the camera kind of zooms into the clock in my house and then it zooms out of the clock in his office where uh, he's having sex with the the partner (laughs) and that transition that clock transition was actually my idea um so that's a little fun fact and then another one which yeah yeah i Um, love it the the director used to let me like you know direct with him a lot it was a we had a close relationship uh and then uh one last thing which a lot of people don't know about this there was a a scene that we filmed it was and ended up being a deleted scene but they didn't put it in like the the dvd like extra features it wasn't in the deleted scenes uh you know we were supposed to go to the wrestling event Mm -hmm. uh we actually filmed the scene where we did go to the wrestling event and he was there sitting there with like a bunch of paperwork and like his laptop and whatnot (laughs) <laughs> and uh it was cool because i got to i was you know as a kid i wwf was my religion i loved yeah. wwf and i got to meet uh sting he was wcw but you know i still knew who he was yeah um and uh the big show they were they were both in liar liar but they got cut out of there i met the big show uh you did not look pleased to see me <laughs> He was cool. He uh, he told me like I was in the ring at one point and I was like on Sting's shoulders and the Big Show Paul, I think his name's Paul. He told me to punch him square in the face as hard as I could. <laughs> oh, nice. And and I'm seven years old at the time, and so I was like, really? Like, and he's like, yeah, just as hard as you can. And so I so I did it, and then he pretended to be like knocked out and just fell flat on his back with a huge thud on the mat. <laughs> and uh, that scared the shit out of me. So I jumped off Sting's shoulders and ran out of the ring. <laughs> That's great, actually. You know, that you've just given me some tremendous stories. Uh, there's some of that might get animated by our friend uh, Ray that we've got, uh, that we've got doing some stuff for us. But uh, did oh, you, no. uh, obviously like uh, they always talk about on the show, uh, uh, Dennis the Menace, um, like as you as you got a little bit older, like did you want to keep acting, or did you did you always just want to get into sports after after doing the acting thing? It kind of stopped around like when I got into high school. Uh, like my whole life, I had gone to private schools, and then like Catholic school for middle school, and then high school was the first time I went to public school, and it was um, kind of scary. You know, I'd always had uniforms that i wore and now i had to like figure out like what group i was in and Mm. you know it was getting to the point where my mom would pick me up and say i had like an audition after school and it was it was like i was like i just want to go home and chat with girls on aol instant messenger and Mm. you know hang out with my buddy and try smoking weed and all that stuff so that's kind of how that stopped. I just uh, didn't really want to go to auditions anymore. Uh, what point? Because obviously you got into sports radio. Was it always sports radio you wanted to get into, or um, did you stumble your no, way into not, it? Not necessarily. Um, like I was a huge uh, sports fan, and 
you know, I loved knowing stats and all about things. And like my dad would, you know, quiz me on stuff. And then I would always like look up lists and, and I would quiz my dad and he would always know the answers. And I was like, you know, I want to know everything like that. And, um, you know, there was a point that I wanted to be like a sports agent and, you know, I just, I knew that I wanted to do something in, in the sports world because that was just something that I was super passionate about. And, uh, in college, I listened to, uh, Petros and Money a lot, like all the time and loved, loved their show. And I kept, uh, emailing like their producer and like the like people at am 570 trying to get an internship on petros and money and uh they finally responded to me and sent me over to uh fox sports radio instead <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. how i started working there and so what uh when when did you become a part of the ben Mello show and has started to become aware of the Mello militia um, I was, when I started working at Fox, I still had, uh, another job, uh, selling ink and toner. <laughs> and so I would do the later shifts, like editing. Uh, it was like a shift that went till like midnight at the yeah. time. And so I would always be there for the first hour of Ben's show and, I liked listening to that while I was there and I would always go and try and like, I would go into the studio and try and guess like the, who am I game? Yeah. Um, yeah and I don't know. Eventually I was like, you know, this is the show that I want to produce, you know, it's fun and it's overnight, which I was always a night owl. So, um, and yeah, that's just eventually, um, Eventually, I got a shot to start producing, but I was doing like other stuff. Uh, and, I, and then I started with Ben on the weekends. Um, and then Ben got promoted to full time on the weekdays, and they kept me on weekends. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Eventually, I just found my way back to uh, back to the show. Yeah, do you kind of remember? Because I, I first discovered Ben just before he went to weekdays, and and then yeah, when he went to when he went to weekdays, that's when I became a full time listener. And I remember you filling in and, and hearing that you were on the weekends. And you know, no disrespect to Bob Guerra, but I think we all couldn't wait until Bob Guerra moved on and and you you, <laughs> you came into that uh, to that position. Um, obviously, we know you love Jeannie, um, and uh, I don't know if you've got any Jeannie stories that uh, that a lot of people don't know that you can tell, but uh, who are some of the others as well, some of your, your favourite calls and the militia as you've got to be a part of the Ben Mallow show? Obviously, Tammy. Uh, I got really close with Tammy. And then <laughs> everybody hated him, but I really liked Judgmental John. So did I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I liked talking to him off the air. Uh, he was pretty cool. And then uh, Jason in Windsor was another one uh, that I really liked. Uh, he was cool to talk to off the air. And um, <laughs> it's it's funny. Like I, I, I like a lot of the people that the militia hates. Um, <laughs> I, I you know as you know I was always a fan of Real Talk. Yeah. Um, I. I, I I was a very big fan of Blind Scott, um, but we've had our ups and downs. He's he can be a little bit much. No, and then uh, Jed, I like I like Jed a lot too. If you can understand Jed, it's a, <laughs> he's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh no, and I I tell him too when I talk to him off the air and I screen his calls, he'll like he'll say a bunch of stuff really quickly, and I'll be like, hey, I I heard like these three words. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll have to like slow it down and talk normal so I can hear him. But no, he's he's a good guy. Now Ben, obviously, you know, notorious for pushing people's buttons, and we all know and we all love when Ben pushes your buttons and gets you fired up. Um, do you enjoy that? Do you get the opportunity to to go back and forth with Ben, um, or is it just pure frustration of his uh, annoying shots that he's taking? 
It depends on the topic. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it when we go back and forth about sports-related topics. I did not enjoy it too much when it was politics-related. And there was a lot of that during the pandemic when sports was shut down. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, Lakers, Clippers, Banner, I'm all about that. I, you know, I think that's what makes the show fun. No, and it is, we all love it. Like, <laughs> and I think Eddie's even commented that he used to go back and forth with Ben a lot, and he's sort of he's left it to you now uh, <laughs> to to get really <laughs> get really fired up at him. Uh, and it's so, and particularly the game shows, and um, and uh, I love some of the back and forth. Uh, what is your personal favorite game show? Because we're going to get into a game a little bit later on. Uh, what is your personal favorite game show? And do you have a favorite game show memory? Okay, so my favorite game show is Mallard's Mountain of Money, yeah. but that's also the hardest show for me to write. It's weird. I, it's it's the one I enjoy playing the most, but it's it stresses me out uh, <laughs> having to come up with you know the theme and the and the categories every week and have it kind of still be fresh and you know not use the same athletes all the time. So that one's tough, but uh, I, I think it's also the most fun. Do you have a favorite memory from a game show? I mean, it would have to be Andrew and Fremont saying Carson Palmer murdered two people and cut their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is crazy because Andrew and Fremont is such a savant when it comes yeah. to all of the, the trivia. It was like, it was just wild that he got that one so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? He's not around that much anymore. He used to be around a lot. Do you know? Uh, he still calls, um, but he he doesn't like go on the air. He'll he'll call up um, and just ask me questions about the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever great. Ben's not there, he'll call and or like a holiday is coming up, he'll say like, like "Hey, you know, who's 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 filling in for you? And uh, when 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 are you going to be back? And when's Ben going to be back?" and and I'll just tell him all that, and then he'll hang up. <laughs> That's great. It sounds exactly like him. Um, all right. <laughs> let's uh, let's bring in uh, the Queen, the Queen Roxanne, Queen of Maltown. Uh Roxanne, we all know you love the Cooper Loop, but you have your ups and downs with him too. <laughs> Not much. Only about Tom Brady usually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, take the floor, Roxanne. I guess as I'm trying to lead you in. I don't really have questions for you. Oh, I do have one question, actually. I do, I do, I do. It's written down. Um, do you still uh, communicate with any of the big stars? No. That you worked with? No? No. I mean, it's. Uh, I think the fact that I was so young at the time probably made it so right. that, you know, there wasn't a lot of, uh, I don't know, uh, Love communication. Right? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, there are some people that I would like to still talk to, uh, but like I had a, I was pretty close with, <laughs> I was pretty close with NSYNC back in the day. <laughs> really? JT, you know? Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, before they, before they were big, uh, they were hired to perform at a, uh, fall premiere party for a tv show that i was on on abc nice. and uh it was kind of like you know a private event with just all the people that were on that block of shows the tgi friday shows so it was like uh mary kate nashley had a show and then boy meets world and sabrina the teenage witch that whole lineup and uh, we were there at this private thing that they performed at and we all like got to know them and like i said it was before they really like got huge um, and then when they did get huge, uh, every time that they were in LA, they would invite me to come and like hang out backstage at their concerts. And so oh. it was, it was cool. We got like, yeah. And then awesome. one of them started, one of them started dating, uh, Danielle Fischel Topanga from Boy Meets World. Wow. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was on an episode of that too. So I was, I was friends with, with her. Did you kiss her? I did. I did. That was that was one of the highlights of my career. That's what I thought. <laughs> my question was going to be: My question was going to be, did you do blow off her tits? So, but, 
<laughs> no, I mean, if it was 20 years later, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're officially my hero. Oh my gosh, Topanga. Topanga. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people, big fans of Topanga. Look, That's oh, yeah. awesome. Um, I also want to talk about Tool with you. Yes. Yes. All right. Really? So I haven't <laughs> been to see um, Danny Carey at all lately. Um, I haven't since uh, since their tour started, uh, but um, I have seen him at the at the baked potato a few times now. Right, and you've and, met him. Uh, kind of. I met his mom. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yes, but he he did he did sit down at the table with us, and I was a little too nervous to be like, "Oh, I, I can't." I, I can't <laughs> I... oh. Jesus oh, no. fucking Christ. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is he back? I don't know why it keeps, I don't know why it oh, keeps yeah. booting me out of here. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I do I do have a boring setting. I don't know if that's a factor. <laughs> Fuck I'm off. Just, I'm just kidding. I was just kidding. That's, that's a, so, just a joke. Sorry, Coop, real quick, before you tell us the Danny Carey story last night, you're going to laugh at me, but I can laugh at you because you know in sync. but I went and saw New Kids on the Block. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know. And the guy that sold me my shirt, had a Danny Carey shirt on, a Tool Army hat. He had the Tool Army tattoo and the Flame and Eye tattoo. Hell yeah. So I had to take my shirt off and show him my tattoo, of course. <laughs> yes, Luckily, of course. I had a tank top on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for my Tool Army merch in the mail. You still don't have it? No. Dude, I got mine before all, got, uh, all of it came before the concert. I had it all before the concert, like a week before. Wow, what the fuck? Yeah. Off to off to check on off to check on that. I you should. You hel- I bet you helmet man's rocking that gear right now. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, tell us your Danny Carey mom story though. Oh, um, no, I was just I was saying um the most recent time that I went uh to the baked potato, I was sitting like literally right next to Danny Carey. And then after the show was over, he was just kind of like sitting there and my girlfriend's like, you know, go up and like say something like, cause you know, could like talk to him. And cause I just wanted to like, I wanted to like thank him for touring again. Cause you know, these guys are old and you know, you don't know how many more times they're going to go on tour. And I was just like, you know, it's uh, it sounds so I, I feel like <laughs> I feel almost embarrassed when I talk about tool to people that aren't tool fans because I feel like I sound so over the top, but they was you know tool concerts, especially the one in particular, was like one of the best experiences of my life. It like changed me. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> it sounds so over the top, but then it's, it it's doesn't true. it's true. It is true because I remember when Brian No was on, and that was like one of the very first times I ever called and talked to you when he was trash and tool. Yeah. And he was like, How can it be life changing? And I called and I'm like, It's not life changing, but it changed the way I look at life. Yeah. It's very profound. Yeah, absolutely. So he can kiss my ass on that too, but me and him have squared up on that. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of Anthony Kiedis's vocals, uh, Coop? I like him. You like him? Ah, fuck you, Ozzy. Yeah, well, that was me throwing. <laughs> that was me leading into you getting your opportunity to talk, Robbie. And you came in like a fucking a fucking psycho like that a, you are. Yeah, so point me on that one. <laughs> you're not a Chili Peppers fan, Ozzy. 
I just think Anthony Kiedis is a terrible vocalist. That's all. When when you asked that question, I pictured Robbie with that gif where the sniper is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sizing it up, waiting for the answer. <laughs> I think the Chili Peppers write good songs. Anthony Kiedis can't sing them very well, but he does as good as he can do. He does as good as he can do. But anyway, that was just me getting to Robbie because I knew it would fire him up. Uh, we but I wasn't music. done. Oh, but you had a good, you had a good chance. <laughs> I know, but I didn't do my wordplay. Oh, uh, we can go back to that at the end if. Okay, we, if go ahead, Robbie. I'm <laughs> mute. What? Go, Robbie. It's your turn. Okay, I was just ready for the bullpucky thing. Oh, uh, that's all you want to do. All right, we'll go to scoop then. <laughs> oh no, I. <laughs> well, just do you have any question for him before I ask mine? You go ahead, and then I'll come up with something. Because, yeah, you go ahead. All right. Didn't you well, have something to ask him about an orgy or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were supposed to ask Robbie thinks you're an orgy guy. <laughs> yeah, he thinks you, like, partake in orgies all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's the gist. That's the gist, Coop. <laughs> wow. Uh, I did not that's partake not in orgies all the time. <laughs> Have you ever partaken in an orgy? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Hey. I, I told you, and I told you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, give, I'm gonna have to give this one to Robbie. Because <laughs> if you've had an orgy, you're an orgy guy. Because most of us, <laughs> by a vast majority, have not. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, what's considered an orgy? <laughs> well, more think, than two people. Well, no, I think is it more than two or oh, okay, is it more well. than three? I would say more. Yeah, than I guess two, a threesome would be a threesome. Yeah, because the threesome, like we all know, a threesome. So no, it'd be more than so three. more than three. Uh, well, anyway, I don't know if this is going to get this right. personal. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do we. Uh, that's where Robbie thinks uh, about life, and that's why he gets all the jokes uh, in his direction. Right. Uh, but that's I right. know Scoop did have a burning question, so Scoop. Yeah, well, so I was going to lead off with one of my favorite things <laughs> about you, Coop, is how genuine genuine you are. So uh, <laughs> that was just displayed a little bit there. Um, but I, I, I've always loved that, especially like, um, you know, I've, talk to you about that um before especially in regards to the talent show like how i told you like sometimes people would be like oh 10 10 and then coop's like uh 8.5 and and then i'd be like dude i'm not taking offense to that score because i know you're literally giving me exactly what you think and and i treasure your your opinion and whatever you give me is what i feel you actually think i deserve you didn't get swayed by the previous judge and yada yada so so i just want to say i appreciate that and um well thank you yeah yeah and then i also <laughs> my first one of my first experiences with you when i did my panera report whether they had ranch in their thing i was so oh, that's worried. right i remember that yeah, I was so worried because I was the first thing where I engaged the show and I love ranch, but I was keeping my integrity. I did the thing and they did not use ranch. And so then, of course, Ben's like, yeah, you know, suck it, Coop, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, shit, Coop's going to hate me now. And then we were going into the talent show. I'm like, he's going to give me a zero. <laughs> so I, I was worried when we first, when I first engaged the show, I thought I was going to be your mortal enemy because of the ranch report. So that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. But my, my quick question for you is just uh, regarding the acting and stuff. Um, was there ever an actor or an actress where it was just like you were totally floored or starstruck by them or like intimidated by them? No, not really. I feel like, uh, honestly, that would have, like there would be more of a, a chance of that happening now than, than back then. Uh, I mean, cause like when I was a, when I was a kid, like I just like, I don't know, it didn't really, like I thought it was cool to meet Jim Carrey, you know, and I had, I had seen him like, you know, I was a big fan of the mask. That was like one of my top movies. Um, and so like, I, but I wasn't like, 
in awe. Like I, you know, I was, I did like impressions of him, like in front of him, like, I was like, Oh, you know, like somebody stopped. Like, you know, I could do like the math mm-hmm. things, but I was never like, um, <laughs> I don't know, in awe. And even when I, you know, what, what might've done it for me back then, which is funny because, you know, I met, like I said, the big show and, and sting, but if it was like, if it was stone cold or Shawn Michaels, uh, then I would have yeah. been like, <laughs> yeah, if, if, if the heartbreak kid came at like was in the <laughs> movie, I would have been starstruck. <laughs> um, Scream actually just remind me something quickly that I did want to ask you quickly when it comes to those, the acting and the takes, like I actually think of like the claw, Jim Carrey doing the claw and stuff. Did oh, it ha- stop the claw? Yeah. Yeah. Is oh, that- yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Um, is there multiple takes of that where you have to fake laugh a bunch or, you know, or is that like nice and easy no, it, takes? No, it, I mean, it, he was actually tickling me. So yeah. that was all, <laughs> you were just giggling, that was all yeah. genuine. Yeah. yeah. No, I just always wondered because you hear about these, you know, multiple takes and at some point you might just go, that's not ticklish. It's not making me laugh anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I think luckily with like, with that one, we, we got it like, pretty pretty quickly no well, that's good good all right uh rocks do you want to do your quick word association and then we can get into bullpucky and yes um, and and look to close this one out okay first tammy what okay sorry what's the first word that comes to mind when i say this stuff first word or sentence or thought uh, whatever he says yeah and you said so tammy? my first one is tammy uh, giving Okay. And then we have um weed man. Complete opposite. Annoying. <laughs> we have Justin Cincinnati. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> uh, Blair. <laughs> Funny. Hell yeah. Masturbation and- is the problem here. Sorry, what comes it. to mind when I say a gay horse? Hey. Yeah, like you did at that time. That was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> that was you correcting Ben not doing the punchline right, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was. And look and then look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you delivered the punchline perfectly. So congratulations on that. <clears throat> I like I'm a well-delivered punchline. And uh you you did it well. All right. So Coop, you ready to play bullpucky? Sure. Let's throw it over to Jay Scoop. It's his game. He's going to set this game one up. And you're taking on Robbie, the Mariner fan, this week. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the name of the game is Bullpucky. In this episode, Robbie will be going head-to-head with the liar, liar, and menace to society, the Koopaloop, Justin Cooper. Here's how it works. Robbie has two scenarios regarding his life. One is true and the other a lie. He has them randomly labeled scenario one and two. Coop will pick one of them and Robbie will read it. Coop is then allowed to ask three questions and then he has to decide, is it true or is it bullpucky? After that, after Robbie reveals the answer, Coop and Robbie will switch places and repeat the process. Should they tie, Ozzy will decide who had the better effort. So without further ado, let's get into it, Coop. Pick Robbie's scenario one or two. Uh, two. Robbie, read your scenario two. <laughs> so I was once a local celebrity, like a huge celebrity in a Midwest town, a small, but like five to 10,000 people. But everyone knew my name. Everyone knew who I was. They, I was like a, I don't know. People would actually take pictures of me with me on the street before selfies and all that stuff. All right. Coop, you get three questions. Did you, you lived in this town? No. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm going to jump in. Justin, I don't want to lose one of your questions. Huge celebrity does seem pretty excessive. Um, no, it's literal. No, it doesn't. Oh, you mean as in like because of your size and weight? All right, so don't let that well, fool I you. Mean, like, if you pull, 
if you pulled every person that town, they would have known who I was pretty much. I don't believe you. Five to ten thousand people. Uh, <laughs> it's not a huge celebrity. <laughs> it's what I'm saying, Robbie. Um, <laughs> he did say pretty big to huge. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Local. If there's 10,000 people and it's a local celebrity and 9,500 of them know who you are. Okay, mm-hmm. has got two more questions. Was Did they know, was it because of like, was what you were known for embarrassing? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just now, but no. Dang it. More people know you now than back then. What? <laughs> more people know you now back than back then, and it's more embarrassing now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> were can I ask? Does that have to be like a yes or no question, or can it just be no? Any question you like. Any yeah. question? Yeah. yeah. How old were you at the time? I'd say from like from like. Well, I'm thinking. Oh, how about from the day I was born till about I was nine? Oh. Well, that's weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from the day you were born. Yeah, the day he was born. He did he have some? They were record, celebrating outside the hospital. Some sort of record for that hospital. Some the thousandth baby oh, born. Oh, baby, wait. Biggest baby, biggest way. baby, something like that. <laughs> is what I'm thinking. The Walmart I like baby. Even if, I feel like even if that was what it was, there's no way that the entire town would care about that. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the three questions. So, Coop, you have to decide: is Robbie's uh, scenario there true or bullpucky? I think it's true, Robbie. Yeah, that's true. Hey, what what up? Elaborate. <laughs> yeah, okay. what was, why were you famous? Hugely famous. <laughs> what well, in okay, a big so, town of ten thousand people? Back in the day, back like before the internet was all high speed and everything, <laughs> especially in places like Osceola, Iowa, or in that region, because like you know, how counties would have one paper. And then that was the only way to get news because they didn't have the internet. So if you want to know like where the local high school sports games are, like all I'm saying is the local small papers used to make as much money as the bigger, like the like the Oregonian would make because everyone in the county would subscribe to it. Because we didn't ask for the history of paper, why <laughs> you I'm getting to it. Anyway, my grandpa owned the paper and he would have this column. That was red for some reason. I'm not going to lie. Like, I never understood the allure of calmness. But anyway, he won multiple calmness of the year awards for the Midwest. And he named me and he would do, he used me pretty much as a way to talk about like the way people live on the West Coast. But I was called the Oregon Redhead. And people, for some odd reason, were fascinated that some <laughs> chubby kid with red hair that lived on the West Coast, like, was related to somebody in the midwest and it was it took off like i w- i'm not kidding when i would visit each summer there'd be people that would want to take my photo and they'd see my red hair oh is he the oregon red is that the person that was in the paper and it would happen all the fucking time and i didn't realize at the time i was like why are people coming up to me and i still don't really understand the allure of it all but people were fascinated that the owner of the paper one of the like when he died there was like a thousand people showed up to his funeral like the entire town did because it was like a I guess it was a big, like, paper was a big community thing. And so people were just fascinated about this West Coast life of a four-year-old. It was very odd, but it's true. Uh, Ray, wow. could you get to work on animating everything you just heard? <laughs> exactly what I Please. thought. Please. Maybe something that makes them like the Wendy's girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Coop. So at this stage, you're in a strong position. Uh, what is your? Well, sorry, Robbie, pick uh, yeah. Coop. Sorry, yeah. Pick well, Coop. so this yeah. is tough because I because I feel like you know I've been on the show for so many years and I can't remember what stories I've already told and <laughs> yeah. which ones I haven't. Yeah, but Robbie might not have heard them all either. Yeah, that's true. I'm pretty sure. Okay, uh, <laughs> we'll go option number one. 
Number one. Number one is that I played one-on-one with Carl Malone. Hmm. Three questions. Uh, yeah, I know three questions. Uh, what age were you when this happened? I was probably like eight or nine. Was it before? Um, no, not that. Um, <laughs> was there Fair any enough. like? Was there any? What was the reason that you played? Was it a random of like happenstance event? Or was there a specific reason why you got to play with basketball with him? I was playing. That's a hell of a, a question. I was playing what? a pickup. <laughs> I was playing a pickup game um, with some other people, and he walked up and Ooh. was like, "You want to play a little one-on-one?" And I was like, "Yeah." So that's how that happened. I'm pretty sure you're lying, but I'll go to question number three. Um, <laughs> number, uh, where was the where was the location of the game played at? Like specific? You can't just say like the LA area. I want like at least some sort of specifics. Universal Studios. What What do you think, Robbie? Yeah, well, Drew I remember or Bull Pucky. Well, I remember he once said that he played basketball with. Uh, was it Magic Johnson at Universal Studios? I think it was, but I don't remember if he said Carl Malone. So I'm kind of up in the air on this one. And I think it was just shooting hoops. So I want to say bull pucky. No, it was true. It was true. Yeah. Awesome. is the big winner tonight. I was uh, I was on an episode of uh, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Yeah, Magic. I remember that. That's I that's just watched my people mixed up. I thought it might have you, you did give that story on the air. I just got the players mixed up and I thought you were just going for a variation of the story. Yeah, imagine yeah. Johnson uh, yeah, yeah. at that stage is well. Yeah. Oh, retired. that's a good point. Uh, yeah. Screwed but, yourself on that one. Okay. But no, it was uh yeah, we me and some of like the crew members used to play a pickup basketball game every week before we did the taping in front of the live studio audience. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, and he was a uh, he was a guest star on that episode of the show, and he just walked up and he's like, "You want to play a little bit?" And I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I do." And nice. then he swatted the shit out of my shot. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, Scoop, J Scoop, are you? Would you prepared? Be prepared if we uh, offered Justin to do closest to the hole. Yes, I am. You're prepared? Justin, do you want to play uh, uh, closest to the hole? Who doesn't ever want to play closest to the hole? I've said this before. I mean, it, it sounds like something that I play all the time, but I mean, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's go ahead. Yeah. That's a uh, oh, yeah. All right. All right. We'll get right into it. All right. It's time once again for the game show Sweeping the Nation from Studio B and Mallertown Studios. It's the game that combines sports. With the prices right, ladies and gentlemen, this is closest to the hole. Ozzy guy, Queen Roxanne, Robbie, and Justin Cooper. Come on down. <laughs> Sorry, I almost said Robin Vegas. Yeah. Full disclosure. I would have killed you for uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now for the rules of the game, be closest to the item up for bids without going over, and you go straight to the showcase showdown. We have two rounds to, to determine that. Uh, determine to determine the starting order of bidding, starting with Ozzy. Choose a number between one and a hundred. Thirty-three. All right, uh, Robbie. Sixty-nine. Whoa, rocks. Thirty-seven. Okay, and Coop. Twenty-one. Coop is uh, got it. It was four. All right, so uh, Ozzy, I believe you were 33, was it? You could have said one to fucking 10. It's just not that easy. Uh, (laughs) You said 33, Ozzy? Yes. All right, so so when it comes to bidding, uh, Robbie's going to go first, then Rocks, then Ozzy, and Coop gets to go last, which is the best spot to, to bid. All right, so our first item up for bids, it's a Wilson Evolution Game Basketball. 
And uh, it's just basically your straight up basketball. Boop. So what is your bid? Is that regular lobby? size? Yeah. Just the standard. Anyone can buy that from their local yeah. store. Yeah. And and this is uh, from the actual Wilson.com website. So $39.99. Okay. Oh, and and uh I'm glad that you chose to put the cents because for this first item you are allowed to do cents. I, I didn't say that. All right, so rocks your bid. Are you looking it up on your phone? Yeah, you know, I'd say. Hey, I'm writing it down. Calm your fucking ass. I don't even have a fucking computer here. They're downstairs. God damn you, psycho. Oh, All right, what was yours? I'm writing one down, Robbie. Fucking guest. Okay, what what was it? Thirty. Four ninety nine. Okay. Uh, Ozzy. And that's what I wrote down too. I'm not typing anything. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump up and go sixty nine ninety five. Whoa! All right, and Coop. Oh man, um, I liked Roxanne's bid. I'm gonna go. It's the price is right, Coop. Just so you know. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say thirty five even. Ozzy's the closest 7995. Yeah. For that That's particular one, they have different range of basketball. Is Some of like them are in the range. Well, you needed to tell us it was the gold one. <laughs> Self-inflating. <laughs> that was good. Throwback. All right, so Ozzy goes straight through to the showcase showdown. Uh, same order for the remaining three of you that are left, and we'll do the the second round to determine who will play Ozzy in the final round. All right, so our next item up for bids is picture. It is a Bauer Vapor Hyperlight Grip Composite Hockey Stick. And it's a senior edition because you know you can have like the youth. And then you can have the actual one like Eddie uses probably. And this is from purehockey.com. So what is your bid, Robbie, your first? Did he die? It looks like I don't know. <laughs> like Elvis on the toilet. Freak, freaking hockey. Shut stick. up. <laughs> oh. $299.95. Wow. $299.95. Okay. Yeah. And then rocks. It's only Amazon. I'm going to say um, 190 Okay. And then Coop. And I know nothing about hockey. These are prices. <laughs> These prices that you guys are saying are way more than I would have thought. Um, Dude, $80 for a fucking basketball. Once again, again, it can vary, right? Depending on where you get it from and brand and all that crap. I'm gonna say, uh, wait, what was the most recent guess? 190. Yeah, I'm gonna go 149.99. All right, uh, Robbie, you got it closest. It was $339.99. Oh my top of the line, stop smart, stop best smart. Oh, I saw an ad similar to that in the hockey news, which just came yesterday. So that's why I was pretty close on it. Yeah, that was a solid guess. All right. So uh, sorry, Coop. They didn't do the gentlemanly thing and let you get into the final round. So you have to (laughs) on the last one. But here we are. The showcase showdown. Just go straight to it. It is a high price item. It is the Onus Wagner 1909-1911 American Tobacco Company T206. Onus Wagner card. It is a very, it's, we'll just call it this way. It's most highly sought after mm. baseball card and possibly sports card. Yeah. Whatever. So, what is, uh, we'll go with, since Ozzy won first, we'll go, with, uh, Robbie, what's your bid? Uh, I know that it sold, sold recently and it went. I think I'm going high on this, but I'm just going to go right. 7.1 million. 
Okay, Ozzy. I mean, seven point one million is a big number. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna guess he's he's going overs on this. Firstly, I'm gonna go one dollar. Solid yeah. move. It was three million dollars. <laughs> Ozzy did not go over. <laughs> ding 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 ding. You win. All right. <laughs> Thanks for playing nice. the closest to the hole, and thank you for uh, Coop for being a good sport. Of course. Now you've been a gem, Scope. Uh, Scope. Fucking hell, motherfucker! It, it's so easy to put an S in front of that fucking. Ben gave me that nickname when I, I said, hey, I need a nickname. And all I know is I did that Panera Bread thing. And he gave me that name. So blame him for anybody who I, does what Ozzy just did. I never even put two and two together on that. But yeah, that's great. Um, hey, he, he gave me the nickname Coop. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't, <laughs> wasn't as big of a stretch, was it? Um, but no, you've been awesome. <laughs> Coben, you've given us some great stories. Uh, we've been thoroughly entertained uh, by oh, yeah. every, everything you've had to say. At this point in the show, I usually throw to people for any plugs that may, they may want to do. Um, I will ask you, uh, what is your preferred method of intaking um, THC? Bong. Bong, yeah, I'm a bong guy too. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, thanks again for, I don't know if you guys know, but when I first was doing the edible stuff, I wasn't sure how much I should take. And I asked Coop on the side and he gave me solid advice. So thank you for that, Coop. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Our resident pothead. Yeah. Me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, good. You know, I'm, I'm glad there's like, there's a lot of people at FSR that smoke weed, but I feel like I'm one of the only ones that's like out in the open about it. It's becoming more and more accepted. And I wish my country could catch up to the fucking U S it pisses me off. Um, like I know so many really fucking intelligent people that smoke weed all the time. And the, the, the myth out there that weed smokers are idiots is just, is just stupid. But anyway, uh, Coop, you've been amazing uh, giving us your time and uh, we've had a lot of fun with you. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Coop, uh, send Coop nice messages on uh, Twitter at UH Bronco Fan. Uh, where can everyone find you on Twitter, Robbie? At Mariner Robbie, where you can harass me and, t- and although you're pretty much taking your anger out on me, be mean to me, make me cry for your own pleasure. We're going to uh, scope. Uh, at Jesse Crane, is that right? Yep, at Jesse Crane, J E S S E C R E A N. Rocks at F Queen Roxanne on Twitter. The F and Q are big. We are at Mallertown on Twitter, and our email address is Militia at gmail.com. Uh, on Twitter, I'm at that's Aussie guy. I just mentioned that Aussie guy and put an S where the A should be. We'll catch you next time on Mallertown. We are living here. No, fuck you.